My name is Thomas Proffitt. I'm a filmmaker based outside Philadelphia, PA, and I'm looking to create a life for myself writing and directing films. On this podcast, I give my take on things as well as interview friends, filmmakers, and interesting folks about just about anything. You can find the full podcast catalog at ProfitableProductions.com backslash podcast. Profitable is spelled like my name with two F's and two T's. You can also find clips from my episodes there as well as my films. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Tom Profit Take. Sorry if you were doing stuff and I didn't catch it. This um, is the greatest podcasting moment in the world. Tribute. Let me make sure that this doesn't go off. I have like a shit ton of alarms all, at all times. <laughs> Just to remind me of shit I gotta do at all times. Oh my <laughs> Oh gosh. Don't want to spill things in the beginning of the podcast. Well, if this was like back in the early 2000s, you could just have different Live Strong bracelets all up your fucking arm. (laughs) Like all the kids in middle school. I feel like with these headphones on that I have super hearing. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Like it... It's not bothersome. It's not the other... Like the other one, yeah. It sucked. It was bothersome and it was weird and it just... You didn't like it, you know? Mm-hmm. I, but uh because the, the 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 lav mics were were kind of putrid they didn't really sound i mean they don't sound right for like a podcast I mean, they're good for like other things like 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 audio where you can't get like situations like that where you can't get clean audio um with like mics like these but but yeah all right so <laughs> the tom profit podcast i think number four now yeah with david olson uh he's back because you don't have any friends? Yes, I don't have any friends. <laughs> uh, sorry about the, the the horrible, horrible video I sent you. Oh, what are you talking about? The elephant? Oh, no, not the elephant. Oh, the lathe operator? Not, yeah, yeah, not not the, not the, what is it? That one, too. The, 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 the what is it? The, the, uh. It's, for, for reference, it's like 10 in the morning on a Sunday. I just woke up, and the first thing that I just see is like two vet techs behind an elephant and it was like the floodgates are open and i just at this point i just wrote back i'm like tom this is not how i want to start my day i'm like <laughs> i was i laughed out loud and I, I was like oh. i knew i would laugh if i watched the video but i was just sitting there like it's sunday i'm cooking breakfast <laughs> what, not, what, what's not the now. word it's it's uh i'm trying to think of the word it was an elephant that was constipated yes constipated that was it sorry <laughs> Wait, let me, let me, I forgot to do the clap. Cool. All right. Then I can, I can sync this up later. Um, but yeah, man, how have you been? How you doing? Oh, well, since the last podcast, not too, you know. How, how's your life changed since the last? How has my life changed since the, since two months ago? All right. Um, <laughs> uh, poof. Dude, everybody's like trying to get your autograph. No. I know, right? It's crazy. I don't have enough napkins. Um, no, um, <laughs> let's see. That's one thing I forgot to bring down. It was a, a piece of like a like a, a what is it? Um, thing of paper so I could write down things as we're talking because I remember when we whenever I did like conversations with people, mm-hmm. I'd have a thought and then I'd go on like a tangent to explain that thought, 
and I forget what the thought was. You oh, know what I mean? yeah, and I hate that. And it's if you want to hold on to the thought, then you're thinking about what you're going to say next, and you're only half paying attention to the person yeah. you're talking to, and it just it, it becomes problematic. Yeah, it would be it would be nice to like strategically like write notes. I forgot to do that. I forgot to bring it down. Mm-hmm. Eh, whatever. If I I can always get it later if I feel like it's uh, necessary, but probably not. Yeah, well, since uh, I guess since last time, you know, just. Uh, Recently, I had the idea. I wanted to start looking for uh, an agent for acting, trying to get more gigs along those lines. I mean, you know, every this mm. year, it's funny. I joke that this year was like a wash in the sense that my jog has turned into like a stroll. Meanwhile, you know, and I'm like, man, this sucks. And then you see Thanksgiving. It was like a record uh, line for the food bank mm-hmm. and down in Texas. And I'm like, you know, as bad as... You know, I, you know, I mean, although I'm not progressing at the rate that I'm used to, it, it's way better than it could be, you know, so thankful that uh, I haven't been out of work or anything along those lines. Just, you know, constantly building, moving, moving in the, the direction that I want to go. Uh, just been thinking about a shift, but I had uh, an epiphany the other day. Whereas uh, my, my friend was actually kind of irritated at me. I have a friend that comes over on Fridays and we'll just like watch TV or something along the lines, watch a movie, but we'll hit a diner or something. Mm-hmm. And he was always like, how come you never have snacks for me? You, you know, I'm going to be here, <laughs> but you never have snacks. It's just, um, you know, it's just all health food and everything. And I joke, like, so like, well, because if I buy it, I'll eat it and I don't want to. You know, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. trying to stay in shape, always trying to get to the next level of the gym. And uh, oh. So, uh, but as the night went on, it was probably about an hour later we're talking. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I've been feeling a lot better lately, not drinking as much coffee as I used to. And he's like, why is that? And I went, because the option isn't there. Because I at my old work, I started a new job. And at my old work, I always had like a coffee pot that I could hit mm-hmm. whenever I wanted to make more coffee. And I'm like, the option isn't there. And I start reflecting over my life. Wait, why wasn't it there? Uh, well, at my old job, you know, I worked for family business, yeah. so you just could just have your own coffee pot. But um, in the new place that I work, it's bigger. I'm still, I don't have like a designated workstation to set up at, so you know, I can have oh, like so. coffee in the morning, but I can't just make more throughout the yeah. day. But what that really delved into was I reflected over my life, and I'm like, how many decisions have I made that were good for me simply because it, there was no other option? Mm-hmm. So you know. Just got me wondering. I'm like, hmm, do I actually, you know, you know what Tony Robbins always says? I was like, you got to burn your ships. And I'm like, is that really what it's going to take for me to get to to see more progress? Like, really give yourself no alternative. So like as in no coffee, like oh, because they're so at my other job, if yeah. I could make coffee whenever I wanted. So there was always coffee available to, available to me. So I would always drink it like all day. Like, I could easily drink, like, a pot of coffee throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be like I'd be buzzed. It wasn't even that I, I like the taste of coffee. But, you know, you get home at late at night and everything, and you're still up on caffeine, so you don't sleep as well. You can still get to bed, okay. but you're not sleeping as well. So, oh, so, like, you're saying burn your ships as in you want to stop drinking as much coffee. And in it's this like case, you, 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 you're literally forced to not be able to drink coffee. So what I was about to say, that, yeah, this is like the equivalent of it's like, I don't want to play so many video games. It's like, all right, well, rather than just refraining, it's like, well, you just take your Xbox and throw it into the street. Good, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that is not Dude, a good idea. I, I got banned from Xbox Live permanently. <laughs> just that, make another that, account just, like everyone else. But no, yeah, I did. But Tell uh, me. years ago, back I remember I was I, I was it was it was a uh, I, I was playing Forza Four, um, and Love that, that yeah dude so much fun um, and I got really good at designing 
car de- decals. Like in the game, you're able to, you know, you, you mm-hmm. know, manipulate shapes and then, you know, create designs and really creative people could do some really complicated stuff. Were you the guy where... cranking out all the hentai? No, <laughs> no, no. I was making like this armored tank looking thing for okay. like the, the Lamborghini Revenant or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I found some cheaper cars that, you know, I would deck them out with all these like customizations and then add that armored color like armored mm-hmm. like tank look to it added bolts to make it look like they're it's like all these pieces yeah, of yeah. metal are welded together it looks really really sick and then i found that you you can change the color and it looks really cool so like i changed the under color of it all and then it would just all look like like a orange tank or a blue tank or whatever right and then i found what the auction this is my introduction to capitalism. <laughs> no, no, this is my oh, introduction no. to... Oh, no. Would people put <laughs> the like decal this... on the car, put, put it to auction? Yes. I, I put all these different colored versions of that same car, priced it like twice as much as it really costs to like upgrade a decal. Right, right, right. Or like three times or four times as much. And then people would be like, oh, these are so cool, but I can't buy the decal on like the market this, yeah you you this, wouldn't put the decal this guy on the has market. a monopoly on it and so they had to buy the cars in the auction with my crappy and it's locked tune. so they can't get it yeah and so they, they would and 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 yeah so like i did that and i got like millions and millions of credits from that i was like it just hundred a hundred million like yeah, yeah 20 yeah. some 130 million I, and i got greedy i got really greedy and i was like well i got i can make money in real life from this that's where I made the big mistake because my logic there. Oh no, money in real life. Oh no, go go ahead. My logic at the time was, I guess I'm I'm pretty much admitting to a crime, <laughs> solicitation in in video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But it's like I didn't realize it at the time. It didn't occur to me because I like I had, you know, I came up on like Halo Three mm-hmm. on Xbox. Like that was my experience, and you would have. People, uh, you know, invite you to like a private match and say, "Hey, yo, you want like like we we'll send you a message like on oh you're playing matchmaking. You get a message one day. It's like, yo, do you want recon? I can give it to you. I can hack. <laughs> and Bro, then, I've seen other things. And it's too. like, and they'd be like sixteen hundred Microsoft points, and then I'll give it to you. And they'd like make you go into a custom game with them, do a bunch of like random shit, and they'd be like, all right, here's the trick: make this hack work, or this make this you know thing work to give you recon." Bungie has set it up so you got to do a bunch of things and they make you like do the stupidest thing like they make you like jump on a ledge jump to this certain part of the ledge and if you missed it you'd have to start all over like like you'd have they'd they take you like through this hour long or multiple hour long mm-hmm. thing and 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 really what was happening was these were a bunch of scam artists and they were just entertaining themselves yep and little like naive children at the beginning it, that was me mm-hmm. like would go and 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 you know be like oh i really want recon like this guy has recon it's really cool you know and it, it was a special armor in the game to, for people who don't know that was a rare armor the only bungee uh, employees had the developers of the game anyway they would uh make you do all these ridiculous things and you'd you know be like you know you'd know in your mind it's ridiculous but it's like you really wanted the recon man <laughs> you you're like you told yourself this time it's not a scam. <laughs> this time, but I never fell for the the sixteen hundred Microsoft points more than or whatever, three times, which was basically twenty dollars, which was like a lot of money to kids then, like mm-hmm. like in terms of like video games. But yeah, you do that, and then you'd like scam them out of that, and then 
I don't know why I thought that was okay, but I had been around enough people who did that to other people. I did it. They ha- it happened to me. People tried to do that to me. Mm-hmm. And I just assumed that was a, that was like the the normal thing. And and it's like, you know, if that happens to you, that's on you. That's your you know. Yeah, solicitate. You're just and, solicitating people. Well, no, I'll get to that. Then these people went and and like like yeah. So people, you know, you you'd be in lobbies where other people are scamming other people. It'd be mm-hmm. super entertaining. It's like it's like why is this person falling for this? Even though you did fall for it before, and but yeah. I wasn't doing that. What I was actually doing was I was literally going to give somebody like an expensive car so they could sell it in the marketplace, like in the in-game thing, and then get the credits. Oh, uh, okay. I was literally, I, or, or, or expensive cars that they couldn't otherwise buy. I was like, I was legitimately like giving like things away, but I was like, it didn't occur to me that that is really wrong. And I was like, I, I don't know. I, Why? That's what the game companies do nowadays. Hey, you want this cool stuff? Yeah. $15. You were just ahead of your time. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, uh, yeah. And, and so what I ended up doing was I put a bunch of vans with a decal on the side on the, the auction that said, you know, I'll trade you 10 million, you know, credits for, you know, 600 Microsoft points, something really fair. I mean, that's yeah. And, <laughs> Then I go to eat a sandwich. <laughs> and, and before I go to eat a sandwich, I'm like, why are all of my cars in the auction getting reported? Hmm. They're under under review. I was like, I get I, I at the time I thought it was somebody who wanted my decal. Yeah. Who was angry at me for not giving it to them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, it's that dude, you know, trying to get back at me. What a dirtbag, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was like, like it was some well, I forgot what his name was, but I was telling my friends, like, dude, this this jerk, he's like banning all my cars, and, and it's stopping the money flow. <laughs> oh, because you were you were you had success <laughs> money sales. Flow. No, oh, yeah, I, I, know, I know, no, I hadn't. Oh, okay. The, you know the credits, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or, or like, or just making credits on the cars that were, you know, mm-hmm. you know, making the the credits in the game for me. Not no money. I hadn't made any money, uh, and at the time I didn't realize how stupid, fucking stupid and wrong that was. But I was, yeah, I was doing that, and then. Um, I went and ate a sandwich. I remember the sandwich. It was a great sandwich. It was a ham and cheese and, and mustard and mayonnaise. My classic, my classic gaming sandwich <laughs> at the time, back mm-hmm. in high school. I was like, this is great. It was tasty. It was delicious. It was the most delicious sandwich I ever had. And then I was eating it, and it was cut like four ways. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting the story off. But yeah, so I was, I was eating it, and then I came back. Uh, I had a piece of it with me, and then I came back to the, my room, and I was like, Hmm, why am I not online? And I went to sign in, and then the message, the, the old message that you would always see on YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and you'd laugh at other people that would happen to you, you'd hear about it, and be like, ah, ha, ha, that person, you know, got banned for life, mm-hmm. and it, it, like, like, you're banned till like 12, 31, 19, and I had that message, and I was like, oh, shit, and it just dawned on me, I was like, all the gamer score I'd built up, all the crap that I wasted my life away doing, mm-hmm. you know, video games for, and it, and it all came down on me, and I was like, all that time that I wasted for an in-game score that is now gone, achievements, armor, things, items, you know, all those things I had grinded for for no reason on and that sandwich i'll never forget it because it was like that made the sandwich that much more memorable because i had realized 
That's, I think you're putting too much emphasis on the sandwich and not no, enough. I, no, not I'm putting enough, just enough, emf- no, not I, enough emphasis on the sandwich. No, because I think what you're missing at this point is when you said the story of how I got banned from Xbox Live when I was 14, little did you realize you're running a fucking racket when in reality I expect it's like, yeah, I told some kid I'd fuck his mom and then I messaged him about it and I messaged all his friends about it and then, uh, well, they banned me. Like, that, like that's a different mindset. Like, every, you're running an entrepreneurial, like, venture and you I'll got that, greedy. Yeah. I get, it was going yes. good. The money, yes. was, and then I got great. It was Who? a Martin Scorsese film. I felt it. It was crazy. Like but, you know how like the, the hero or the the, the anti hero like starts get you know working his way mm-hmm. up, gets to the height of his success, gets greedy, and then things just go downhill. Like the Wolf of Wall Street, you know? Yeah. It felt like that. It and was just... a real life simulation of that. So I'll never have to experience it in real real life. You know, it was like, but it just taught me, like, I, it just, I realized at the time. I it was taught like, me you were smarter than the other kids at your age, dude. Like, no. <laughs> but no, no, hold on, hold on. I was like, that sandwich tasted so good, not because it was a good sandwich, but because I felt freedom for a moment. Mm-hmm. I, I burnt, I, I didn't deliberately burn the ships, but for a while I was, I realized I'm wasting so much time on video games, but I, I'm addicted. I can't. Oh get yeah, yeah. It was a, it was like a. Crack. And what we're talking about right now is burning your ships. Like, I needed to get banned to break me out of that, because once I got banned uh, from Xbox, mm-hmm. that helped me really put less time on it. I, I stopped playing video games for a few years. Because oh wow. Of that. Well, I mean, I, off and on, and now, I, like, if I do play it, it's it's for performance reasons. Like, literally, like. The only game I play is like Star Wars Battlefront 2, the newer one, because mm-hmm. I can only play so much of it. Mm-hmm. And it and, and then it gets me to a place where I'm like, you know, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like like cocaine, you know, like, like like in Wolf of Wall Street, like like Leonardo DiCaprio's character, like uh, he's like he has to, you know, he ha- and in the beginning he's like talking about the balance of all the different drugs, you know, mm-hmm. to get him in the right state of mind to do his job well. You know, and he's like, you know, a little, you know, a little of this to, you know, calm me down all this, you know, and it's like, it's a, it's a, a non-drug related version of that where I can, I, I just feel more alert and like, I'm able to kind of face problems very, very quick. I like that. Um, I just do that. It's like an exercise. Like mm-hmm. just, I, I don't, you know, you call it a, a, well, a, a placebo you... effect, but you know, it, it works. It's a placebo effect. I can't get anywhere else. I know I wouldn't be placebo. Like, like, I, I, do, mean, I do it a, like a very small amount. Well, like, no, no, like playing playing days. playing intense video games before bed actually does like keep you awake a little yeah. bit longer and everything scientifically because there is a frame of mind that goes into it. Well, not before but, bed, like like, well, like I, no, no. I was saying yeah. your your experience is not a placebo effect that actually does affect you. But um, no, I had another time. Uh, one of my favorite stories uh, was another racing game where basically this I ran into this guy. And it was on Steam, and he felt the need to message me about it. And he was like, he was being, I won't even say the company name because I'm not even sure if they're around still or anything. But like I was basically being like a bit of a dick. And uh, I, rather than being nasty, I just went, all right, you just blow it off and like respond a few times. And uh, I stared, and I was like, your company name is your gamer tag, and this is how you're treating people. I went, this is going to go real south real quick. So, oddly enough, it was because to send me the message through Steam, he had a friend request me. Wait, he was mistreating people, you're saying? Yeah, basically, if you bumped into him in a racing game, he went over like, oh, you're horrible at this game. Why are you driving like this? Maybe you should play in different... Like, just being a jerk. And he had a a company painting controllers, custom controllers for people. A younger guy. uh, And and this we're going back like eight, ten years now. 
And, uh, well, so I just would occasionally click on his profile and check and see where it was at. Sure enough, he started getting nasty comments. Oh, like, X, you know, this company is awful. This company sucks. Your controllers are crap. And I'm like, yep, saw this guy. Finally, he changed his name. Didn't help. They all knew who he was. And uh, the website for the controller company is no longer there. Really? Yeah, he. It, I'm pretty damn sure he went under. Because I'm, I'm, you know. Yeah, why would you do that? I was afraid of having my my name on like like involved with you know, like things on the internet, mm -hmm. you know Xbox, just because I I was paranoid that people would track me down. Your company name, ugh. Well, if you're nice to people online, then I could see why maybe you'd do it, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you're not nice, it's like no, don't do that. It's bad advertising. But wait, back to the whole thing of like, yeah, I created this like entrepreneurial empire mm -hmm. with like. Oh well, no, you, just, you had a venture. You were you were making money, and you thought the hey, reason I, I, I make did it money. was I was I realized like I'm wasting so much time in this. I need to be like, I need to be, if I'm gonna spend so much time on something, I need to be like, uh, what, what is it? I need to be uh, monetizing it. You know? <laughs> oh well, that, well, that's what happened to me. I um, when I when I stopped playing video games altogether, like I'll tell you what, they're good for fun for a couple hours mm -hmm. here and there. But I mean, I know a, a good chunk of people who play it like it is their escape. They play them for a lot of hours. Much whenever they're not working, they're playing video games. And you know, I don't want to say there is nothing. I, I you know, it's like I, I can't just say oh, there's nothing wrong with that. It depends on what degree, you know. Uh, it's just my personal opinion. It's I do enjoy playing them, but I feel like I'm getting nothing out of it. And at the end of the day, you know, it, it's almost like you can spend your time or you can invest your time. Yeah. You know, it, it's like junk food in a sense when it comes to playing a video game. Whereas, and yeah, don't get wrong, play, you're, you're spending time with your friends. That's good. That's a good thing to do. But um, there, there's that tipping point where it's like, well, when you turn off the console, that that's it. Like I can't. That's why I can't ever justify spending hundreds of dollars on like pulls and spins and everything like uh, my friends started playing this game against an impact and there are some friends who spend hundreds of dollars for digital content and i'm like this game i'm like right, it's a cool game and everything but there it's finite it's going to end this is not a lifelong adventure here this is something that you may dabble yeah. in for a year or two and i'm like that that's a lot of money to throw away on something and i'm not saying you know don't but the thing i i, I experienced with video games that you know it compounded my discontent with them. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, in my mind, I have these glory days of when I started playing like Xbox 360 like, mm -hmm. and I started playing like Halo 3 and, and like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, um, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. You know, those were like, for me, those, it's like, those are glory days of video games and then just drop off. It just fucking dropped off, man. Like it just, it got worse and worse and I just got more bored and like looking for the next game and it's like, that's, that's all it is and the, and the thing is, I looked for an escape mm -hmm. that met my creative demands. Mm -hmm. In like Halo 3, the reason why that attracted me, the reason I actually got like an Xbox in the first place and not mm -hmm. a PlayStation because that was a big deal, um, was Halo because I had watched videos on YouTube where people made movies with Halo. Oh, yeah. They yeah. played out, they wrote scripts, they had. Their friends get together and then they control the characters in the game, move them around, and then there's a theater, there's a theater mode which you can go into after the game, and then 
you know, get yeah, camera yeah, angles. Yeah. You could use a capture card to connect the Xbox to your, Xbox to your computer. Make movies with it. And people mm-hmm. made these like elaborate movies and and mm-hmm. even like with like visual effects, almost like 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 things like Gladiator shit. You know, like epic. Like and they they did use visual effects to like have forty or sixty or a hundred people on the screen at once. I'm like, what? Like, how do you? It's crazy. And it's like, and and, and they had like these. I mean, by today's, by, by my standards now, I look back and I'm like, I cringe. I can't watch it. The only thing that recently that I saw remotely that was like Halo related or anything, it was like this this little Halo Lego animation. The reason I, I could stand it was it was really well done, mm-hmm. but they had no dialogue because I'm sure that the writer wasn't a good writer of dialogue. Anytime you listen, like, like I listen to like dialogue that isn't good, mm-hmm. which is anybody who's doing it as a hobby, it's not good. If you're if you're if you do it professionally, then it's usually good. Or if you're an amateur, like it's hard to listen to. But it's like they they made a smart move. They went no dialogue, mm-hmm. and it was just grunting of the characters. And it was like, <laughs> but it was great, and it was epic. Like it was like a thirty minute thing. I, I expected to be like done in the first few seconds. I watched the whole thing. I was like, this is amazing. Like I don't know, they put a lot of time into it. Like, and and it was just. How are they gonna top that? How are they gonna top that? Like, like just, like everything was was like a perfect replica of the game, but in Lego. I was like, yeah, yeah, whoa, like damn. Um, but yeah, no, I think it was like I, I forget what it was called. I think I sent it to you at one point, like three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I get texts from you like, anytime I'm going to bed, or it's like four in the morning. Like, who could that? Oh, there's only one person. That could <laughs> the only one person. But yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so. Where was I going? Um, but yeah, no, that attracted it, it. That's the reason I got into games and I got addicted because it was like uh, I could make stuff. I had that excuse. I can mm-hmm. be creative here, and then I got stuck playing it and 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 not actually creating anything on it. Um, you know, before that, I was making animations, and that's how I got started with filmmaking. Then I went on to video games to try to make video game films, but I got so lethargic, and and it's like I was I didn't really put much time in their script writing at the time like that was when i started like taking script writing seriously because i tried passing off to other people like hey can you write me like a script and i'll, I'll make a movie out of it because i was i couldn't think about yeah it. yeah and then nobody could do anything and i was like all right frick it i'll, I'll do it myself and and uh, and then uh and that's how i i started to end up writing like a series but i could never finish what i was writing um i could never find a, like like a way to finish it and then um because just the discipline thing and then uh, uh, I think I wanted to like like high school video production and then um, but you yeah, know I, I stopped doing like I real I realized it's like it's a it's a trap it's like it's just a black hole. Now that void of video games, mm-hmm. art fills that for me mm-hmm. perfectly. I'm just almost perfect. Oh yeah, perfectly. Like like I I still like playing video games occasionally, but like. I realize how important art is and, and being able to write something and make something. And it's like the sense of accomplishment. Oh yeah. And, and you know what? Fuck it. If you, even if you make something shitty, it's like the struggle and, and, and the passion and, and your pride in it. And it's like, you get better over time. And it's mm-hmm. like just that process. I real I, I recognize the process and I respect it. And I look for ways to get better at it and, mm-hmm. and be more disciplined with the process. How can I, how can I change my 
emotional reaction to things so that I can get better. Like that that level yeah. of, of, of like improvement. And that's why I, that's how I ended up here with making like a podcast, you know, because I, I, I needed to, <laughs> I, I wanted to make a podcast oh, for yeah. a long time. But, yeah, no, it's just uh, well, it's good that you started at least. So like, you know, for yeah. me, there have been things that forever I've wanted to do. You know, I for even all through my high school, I had two years of film in high school. Uh, regret not taking that third instead i went into engineering uh design because uh i was a machinist at the time and i was like well this will apply more to what i'm currently doing but i really did want to take a uh, tv tech three um so yeah i had two years of film uh had a lot you know i had a blast doing that it, for me making films and movies were fun i always have uh i always joke the gears are always turning because whenever i was at work in front of the machine i would just think of stories think of scenarios <laughs> oh yeah no uh, yeah yeah for real and uh you know just come up with thoughts ideas stories and everything and uh it would help because it, it was funny because you could get so in depth with the story you would have emotional reactions to them mm-hmm. and it was when i actually went into acting that's when i found out what acting was it's just a matter of you create a scenario in your head and that is how you can kind of it's emotional recall to a certain scenario or scene in your life. And, uh, you know, that's what you bring to when you go act. Um, yeah, acting is acting is super fun because it's like it's so I mean, writing is like. If you're not if you don't get um, it's just it's just it's just like the whole, you know, the quote from like some I forget what writer, you know, writing is easy all you just have to sit all you need is to sit down in front of a piece of paper and a typewriter and then bleed mm-hmm. you know i've heard that quote i forgot he said uh, it david mamet said it it was i think he was quoting somebody else um hemingway i have no idea but that may that may have been it i'm just yeah, i'm my, trying to think i actually heard it in sid meyer civilization six yeah yeah back to video games no i'm kidding. but <laughs> but no it's it's like but once you kind of get used to it and and it, you you find it's like drinking coffee. Like when you first drank it, it's like, oh, what is this? Now you can't, you you, you can't not drink mm-hmm. it. You know, you need it. When I took and, a, and coffee is really good for writing, by the way. Yeah. When I took I a creative it. writing class in um, college, uh, when we had to write stories, and I remember the the very first story that I had wrote was like a one pager. I think it was one one maybe two pages or something. And it took me like literally fourteen hours to write it. But by the end of the semester, because I was writing one every single week, uh, it was down to like two hours, two, mm-hmm. three hours. And it was just, you know, the amount of processing. You just get used to it and you get better at it. Yeah. And, and it's it, with writing. Um, you, you you kind of uh, when I, you know, in the beginning, I, I didn't understand. I didn't have a good working process and I would just just bullhead my way through in terms of like, I'm going to wait till f- three in the morning and and that's when all the best ideas are going to come and mm-hmm. i'm going to write no i'll wait till 12 in the morning and then write for five hours till 5 a.m mm-hmm. and i'm burned out and that would be it i wouldn't rewrite anything like i just i i didn't understand how to rewrite things once you you know learn that you write a first draft mm-hmm. and then you look you reread it and then rework it it's it, it enables you to get better like that's the, that's the real craft of writing because when you're just brain vomiting that's all you're doing you're not really working on the words and restructuring them and all that and then you do that and then you you write you brain vomit and then you go back over like on, with a fresh mind another day and then you improve it and and then you can really you that it, it, it the reason that works is because like you 
you brain vomited so you have this this through line hopefully from start to finish you have an end point mm-hmm. you, you you have it an end point and it's not only that it's on the paper it's in your muscle memory it's in your memory of where you were trying to go but also you get to reread it and be like oh this is bullshit and and be like oh you know i have a better idea and then you look you know rewrite it with that but you you have it on paper and then you can be like this is what i had before and it's and it, and you don't have to delete it you it can be there and you can just write in a new document or whatever yeah or below it or whatever and it it, it guides you you know writing down things is a way of memorizing things so the reason so when you're writing something for the first time you have you're really just writing something to remember it later and then remember it so in, in fine detail so that you can deconstruct it and see how to better build it mm-hmm. and and better examine it and 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 go with more, more fidelity and, and but yeah um i wrote my first script this year oh nice yeah i sent it to you it was oh. like one about boston new jersey when it, it was a while ago it was like like first quarter this year i think rough around about there i know you sent me something that I read yeah it was like it was like a 20 odd page uh, script it, it was i've had a lot of cartoon ideas I don't, I don't think you sent me the whole thing though did you i thought i did in pdf format i think i got it on my phone I'll have to even. look and it was it was funny because it was uh i actually i had started writing it i, I downloaded this uh free app called like trelby or something and i just started writing it and I thought, and this one day I just actually found the thing when I was going searching through my computer. Mm-hmm. I sure enough found the script and I clicked on it and I'd only written like five pages, just the opening. But I started reading and I actually started laughing to myself. And I'm like, okay, you know what? As dumb as this idea is, I need to just keep going on it. So then over the next like week, I finished the script up. But it, it's funny because it's like I actually enjoyed myself and had a lot of fun. And I think the moment, uh, sheesh, when I, the moment I realized I needed to start doing more was the very first time I did a play. Uh, I, I didn't want to do a play. I got mm-hmm. I got a call. It, the the whole process of how I got into acting and everything is just it it it's a uh, interesting story to a degree. It was just one thing led to another thing led to another thing. But I, I remember sitting at the table for the play that was written, just doing the, the reading of it, and I and for some reason just the thought of like you know this could be my script and we're all sitting down and reading it just what was it like the the in inspiring or empowering to do that and you know it's like when you work on other people's projects it's like and you're helping them make their uh dreams and ideas come to life you know it may it gives you the confidence to go ahead with that i worked on this other film over in philadelphia a uh, guy was very nice it i it, i I believe he just had too big of a cast for himself to uh, handle at the time because yeah. uh, we were just we were constantly running off of schedule. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, time. so yeah. I'm, yeah. you know, I, I hope to work with the guy again. But it, it, you know, kudos to him though. But it realized me like how much help is out there for you, like you know, free. I mean, free help. I'm mean, not not saying like oh, don't pay people, but in the sense that it's like if you're starting out, and you don't have money. Yeah, help, help is available, and I mean, and it's not like crap help. Like I was looking at the actors that were there. I think hell, we had we. Had had the stunt coordinator from the movie glass was there helping and i'm just like what the so yeah you know yeah no philadelphia is is interesting um because yeah I, and I, i'm i'm i wonder uh, how much how similar it is to other places but yeah philadelphia like you go on film.org you can basically uh put an like like you know like submit an ad and mm-hmm. they'll put it out there i mean it should be legit though it needs to be and then, you know, 
people will respond people will reach out to you mostly um like like sometimes like i think uh nah yeah you, you they usually do um I was thinking I didn't. That That's how I met yeah. you. I read I read the one freaking script you posted, and I went, "This is too good not to do." So it was. I think it was backstage. I found you. Yeah, I found it was on backstage. That was where I was hanging out, and I liked them because it was a paid site, and just the fact, even if it's cheap, just the fact that it's paid filters out a lot. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was funny. I read the script, and I'm like, "This is." It was a short film. I'm like, "This is too good, like to not do." So I, you responded. I was shocked. I got an audition for. It. I was like, "Oh, all right, cool." And you know, I didn't get the part. I wasn't uh, fit, a good fit at the time. Because your arms, was, you're too fucking jacked. You know, I mean, you're gonna play the character. We're just gonna give you baggy, baggy, baggy like, clothes. clothes. It, it's funny. I don't look at myself like I am. But then, then, but then, like, like you, you just you, you like you were like a Hulk in the in the auditions you submitted. <laughs> you're just like super intense, and I'm like, geez, that's that's like that's like <laughs> I, I went from I went from this like leafy guy who you know mm-hmm. wanted to work for no uh, i don't want to talk about somebody else. It, no it was but funny because like, it was it was your your response i was cool it was honest you literally it, i remember that yeah i think i still had i it. said That's that what, i was like dude yeah, you're too jack yeah that was exactly what you wrote and i went like oh you're too jack and i wasn't even mad i was like fair but um <laughs> I was like, thank you for the compliment. Um, but no, I was just like, all right, I, you know, if you're not for the role, you're not for the role. And then it was literally like six months later, you it was your ba- your main guy bailed, then your backup bailed, and then you're like, yo, you want to do this? And I was like, sure. Yeah, for like well, for Rusty Spade. Yeah, Rusty Spade. Well, well, tell me, what is it like being an actor? Because I I, uh, uh, I I don't submit to acting roles. Mm. I've thought about it. I've, I've seen them. But I, I've what I've I have submitted to for is like a DP position. I really would like to DP people's films, like like to be a cinematographer okay. for a couple films, um, as long as like the schedule works, like like it's not too you know um, crazy. But like I'd really like to do that. I've tried, and I've I, I probably should have maybe submitted the of. Uh, the one, the COVID thing with like the toilet paper, because that's probably the best uh, cinematography I've done, mm-hmm. which is sad because <laughs> it's like this, this fucking thing I did. I threw together like in a few days, like uh, just uh, like uh, once, like every few days of. It, it was lighthearted and it, all, yeah. like genuinely enjoy everyone I, I put, showed. I put, I put some work into the lighting, you know, and I think that would have been good. You're saying. Um, no, I, I, I definitely actually of the things that you've done, I, I did enjoy that. Like it was like it was lighthearted and it was smiling. I, I showed my cinematographer friend that film and he was like, "This is actually, this is fun. It's a it's a fun little adventure." Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. But yeah, what as so as an actor submitting for roles, um, well backstage because I've for the most part just exclusively gone through them. Um, you know, I can see how many I've applied to, and it's been like two hundred applications. Um, maybe 20 to 30 auditions with like five accepts, uh, for roles and pretty much every single person I talk to that has been in it longer than me, uh, I, across what I always get lie on your resume, just say you've been in more stuff than you have been. And that'll get you parts. And I'm like, I, I just sat there. I'm like, I understand, but I don't feel comfortable don't. doing that. I'm like, I'm just going to apply again and again and again and again. And, you know, sometimes you get roles from weird places. Like, just being around it and networking gets you roles. I got my first role in a play. Cause, so, you know, I can just go into my story real quick. I did two sessions of acting classes at a school that no longer exists. It was a small school over in Medford. Mm-hmm. And um, 
so I couldn't afford the class anymore. Well, they happened to be filming a independent an independent film over in uh, Medford that day, and they ju they just needed an extra. So the woman that owned the property just Googled, and there happened to be an acting studio. So they're like, you know what? Let's see if we can find someone. So I get the call, and they're like, hey, could you play, you know, a police officer? And I'm like, sure, cool. You know, that'd be great. I haven't done any acting in six months, uh, you know. So I drive out, uh, do it. I'm there for like five hours for like 10 seconds of work. I pantomimed handcuffing the guy because we did not have handcuffs and uh <clears throat> so i do that and i just talked to everyone when i was there like some of the actors were actually some you know in some netflix series and everything like so they were actually like real actors that were there and uh fast forward to january the owner of uh the property or the owner of the home that was uh everything was being done at uh she gave me a call and said hey we're, we're doing a play or yeah it was natalie stone gave me a call and uh, her friend was doing a play La Famiglia over at the Colonial Playhouse. And it was a small role. And I'm like, I, I really, I've never been like a theater guy. I didn't want to do plays. I got into acting. I wanted to do films. I loved action films, comedy films. You know, just it, mm -hmm. it, the, the, the medium seemed a lot more fun to me along with the uh, stories. But I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll play. I'll play it. I was supposed to play like a 16-year-old uh, boy just uh, at a grandma's house. So I did that. And while we were working on that, the director needed another so it was an even smaller role for a show for a play called Calendar Girls. And uh, so I was like, you know what? I got to pay your dues. All right, I'll do that too. Get a little bit more experience. But and each way was a 45 minute drive for me from uh, New Jersey to get there. And I didn't you know, I didn't mind it, but the drive wasn't so bad. But I'm like, if I'm driving this far, I don't want to be sitting in the audience on my phone for two hours to go on the stage for two minutes to practice because I was going up there like three times a week. Mm -hmm. So it came, it got to August and they wanted to do, um, the sting. They or no, not August. It was prior to that. Uh, like June, they wanted to do the sting. So, you know what, if I'm going to keep driving out here, I'm, I'm going to go for a lead role just, be, just because that way I can fill my time and it's just community theater. Mm -hmm. So I go up, it was me versus another guy. And, uh, I did my line reading on the stage and, uh, but there were so many like Oh, move! There were so many stage instructions right into it. I kept having to break, and I couldn't really like act, act. And I never forget. It. I left in the car, and I was so pissed. I'm like, I bombed that. So I leave, and uh, two weeks later, I got the. Uh, they're like, Hey, do you want the role? Because it turned out the other guy who I was auditioning against, although more experienced than me, all of his experience was in film. So in film, you can be quiet. You know, the, the mics are right up on you. You can yeah. be quiet. Where I was on the stage, you need, I'm not going to yell because of freaking mics, but um, you, you have to be loud. You have to make sure you're projecting your voice. And apparently that was enough to sell it because the other guy actually did look like Robert Redford a little bit, apparently. So I got the role. Uh, thrilled at that. I got handed a book and I'm like, I did so bad in high school. I was worried. Yeah. And you told me you, I think we talked about this on the podcast. Oh, okay. We did listen to like the, the the audio while you're working that was that was um the next play i did that was yeah. in march of 2019 uh because it was a we did uh same time next year it was a two-person play and oh my gosh it was it was the sting i pretty much had a lot of like one sentence two sentence lines and then someone else would talk so and they're them talking would jump my brain for what the next line was this play legit and she forgot yeah well no i don't want to say that i this or, play or was she was having uh some things were going on in her family at yeah, the time yeah. so it i do not hold it against her at all or anything it was just it, it was a very rough working edition we didn't have any understudies there there was no way for her to back out and um 
but a lot of my lines and were it, it was only, I had some lines that were like a page and a half of just me talking mm-hmm. and then it was supposed to be her talking and so it was you needed to know where you were at in the play that way in the event something got jumped you could pick up and kind of move it ease it into it and the first night I was uh, I remember we blanked and we're sitting there for about two minutes and I was like oh my gosh because there there is no do-over you know I think there may <laughs> have cut let's let's oh let's yeah line back a few lines sorry yep. guys takes everybody out they're like that was the worst play we've ever seen <laughs> wait I, I do want to I, I we have talked about this um so I hope you don't mind I, th- I think I want no we can yeah, we, we want to jump around a bit but you know, uh, we mentioned like casting, like here, like what you know, you you know how you get a role. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's I, it's most people don't know what the fuck they're doing. Oh, when it comes to neither actors, me. neither me, dude. It here's the thing. Like we were talking, I was talking about that. I was talking about this with uh, Darlene on mm-hmm. our last podcast, and we were talking about how it's like you need a. Uh, what is it like, 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 like people put so much emphasis on headshots and, and all this nonsense. And it's like, and now that probably works for some people, but I, when I, what I look for is, and this is based on like what I've, you know, this is kind mm-hmm. of affirmed by David Lynch. It's like, I just need to see the person talking in real life, preferably no, in real life, like yeah. I need to see what you look like talking as yourself so that I can then cast you for who you are. I, I don't oh. want you to stretch too much. I want you to be saying, I want you to be doing, preferably, I'd like you to just do the lines and say them to me as you are talking to me right now as as David Olson well, and I'm Thomas Prophet. You know, I want, like, that's it. Like, here's like, what's and, funny. I can tell you something funny, actually, that I didn't know. Uh, Darlene gave me a book, uh, I think it was Audition, and it was all about audition yeah. prep. Now, prior to reading that book, Here's what I would tell people. Like people would ask me, like uh, when I, I did this commercial for JLG, and uh, I got asked, it's like, oh, you know, what's it take to be an actor or anything? And I looked at the guy, I left and said, oh, I just play myself in uh, that situation. Was never told to do that, nothing. And uh, the, oh, there was another girl there who was a professional, like Sa- SAG uh, opera, or you know, SAG or something. Like yeah, that whatever. Saftra. She, yeah. she was a professional, Sag-Aftra. and she looked at me and she went like, well, I sure hope not. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm looking at her like, okay. So as soon as I read that book, though, I got the audition book, open it. It was like page two. He says the best way to, um, you know, go out and act is literally it's just be yourself in that situation. And I'm like, I don't know about I'm not saying all the time, but or bad movies. But like if you want to do it well in a good movie, I think that's probably the best way of doing it is, is you know, because here's the thing. It's like that's what Brando did. That's what, you know, Dustin Hoffman did. That's mm-hmm. what uh, Robert De Niro did, you know, or do, mm-hmm. you know. Well, did um, most of them, um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, you you basically the reason why you do it as yourself is because on a film you you're not gonna do uh, you're not you're not gonna go through this this big con- constructed play you know in one mm-hmm. foul swoop where you can you know I I don't know like like where you can just do it differently each time and it's and and you know, the audience will actually prefer that probably. Um, excuse me. Um, in film, if you do it differently, mm-hmm. like too differently, uh, or like, like you, 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 like, even if you're, if it's a different scene, if you're doing one, like a one type of performance of the character, like one version of the character 
here in this this uh, earlier scene or later scene, and then you, maybe you're shooting an earlier scene in the film that happens chronologically earlier in time, and you're doing the character in a different way because you've learned how to play the character. You found the character. You figured out, oh, this is why this is what the character does. Like he does this a certain way, or says this thing. Like this is how he says his lines a certain way, or whatever. You can't do that. You have to like like you have to suck. Yeah, continuity. You have to go back to the shitty version of your your performance. Now, the way of subverting that is you just be yourself and then like don't put anything in it. But do it your do it as yourself and then what you what you find is when you're not putting anything in, eventually it starts finding like a life of its own and it starts mm-hmm. going places on its own like automatically. And 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 it's very subtle. But that's what you're looking for because you want it to be subtle enough that it's it's there's a, ver- a little bit of variation for the editing, um, so that the director and the editor have things to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you just do it like yourself, you know it's going to be different each time, but it's going to be different in subtle ways. The subtle ways that work for the director and the and the editor and are very um, are very consistent across the entire filming. Mm-hmm. And and it's like and and it's and it's like you it it just it just reads as good and and i i mean people like like some people you know say like like that i i had a natural performance in feeding the fire that's all i was fucking doing i I was just being myself in that situation because and this film was based on like a real life situation Mm -hmm. um for me so it was easy i just i just was my fucking self like and i knew that going in i knew that when i wrote the script this is what i'm gonna do and i did Mm -hmm. and and but yeah so like you do that now the problem with that is like a lot of people who are in this industry don't understand that concept and then and it's like why would they but it's like a lot of them and, and and basically so they they look for this constructed you know theatrical performance they look for they they basically cast horrible actors mm-hmm. and dustin hoffman said that and there are he and he i think he was quoting somebody else who was like a, like another great actor saying that and it's like yeah yeah you, you you cast the shitty actors because it's like they're putting on a show but when it comes to like really getting down and, and grinding and doing take after take, doing 30 takes and you can't, you know, you're then going to have to do that. Not only for 30 takes of a scene or, or a shot, um, you're going to have to do it for the entire film for 30 takes of, of a hundred something scenes or no, like, like, or like, I don't know how many scenes, 60 scenes or whatever. I don't know. You like multiply that shit. That's gonna burn you out. It's impossible. It's 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 most likely physically impossible unless you're like, uh, what's what's uh the uh, in um. There was a film. Uh, Aaron Sorkin wrote it. It was uh, you know, you can't handle the truth. That Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. He uh yeah, I heard that he he played that scene. The the uh, you know I don't know if you saw that scene before. Mm-hmm. It's like. You know, you can't handle the truth. Where he gives the big speech, you know, you know, you know, like like there's you know men guarding the wall or whatever. It's you know, you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You know, things like your you you and your your buddies aren't you know talk about mm-hmm. at parties, but really you know you want me there. Yeah, he it was like a really dark speech, and it yeah. was it really connects with like dark people too. Um, but it, it he 
I heard played that like the same each time. And it was, and people who were there were like, dude, you're going to, like, they were, he was letting them do their coverage before they got to him. And they're like, dude, you're, you're going to burn yourself out. He didn't burn himself out. He just fucking mm-hmm. kept doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, awesome, like the way you saw it in the film. And that, there's a reason that fucking scene is like so iconic. It's iconic to this day because it's such an incredible performance. And he apparently, that was, after doing it hundreds of times for everybody else so that they could get their reactions because he knew a great actor knows it's like acting is reacting he was being generous in acting by giving the giving so much in the performance Mm -hmm. so that the other actors could get great coverage because they're reacting to a real thing they're reacting to a real guy giving this impassioned this this fucking like crazy performance of a speech and and then when it got to his coverage he he killed it too he killed it there too and and his reasoning when he when people asked him why, he said, because like like how I don't I don't get to play a great character like this very often. Like mm-hmm. Aaron Sorkin wrote great like a great great character for him to play, and, and it was, you know, he he just had fun with it. Yeah. Now my hope is that you know I I write Mike the characters I write, actors are like re, actors realize oh shit this is a good character to play. Like I like I have some characters in in the new version of Boy, 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 uh, Boys Will Be Boys that um, I think are gonna be really fun for people to play, and the, I think the dialogue like I've been told that the dialogue I write is sounds like what people would like like it sounds like real speech, and that's because when I write I I read it out loud to make sure that it sounds good and it doesn't sound like shit. Um, it works funny. most of the time. I was talking to my sister about your film, and I didn't tell her the title. And I was just talking about what it was about. And her response was like, Jesus, it sounds like you sang Boys Will Be Boys. I was like, ha. <laughs> That's actually what she said. I'm like, well, how funny you should say that. Wow. Wait, what, how did you explain it to her? Uh, I forget. We were in a diner on our way. We we're actually going to see the premiere of the other film I did. And uh, it was so weird. A family came into the diner. And then this girl just went, it's like, yeah, I'm a racist. And turned to me and just stared at me. And I'm looking at her like, <laughs> I was like, "Do I look like a racist? Why would you?" What? Uh, we're, we're, we're walking. I tell my sister, and I go, "Like, do, do I look like a racist?" Like, wait, wait, I'm I'm confused. Like, she she just went up to you and was like, yeah. "No, no, 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 no." She was sitting down at the diner. Like, she went over to their, her table, and then they're all talking, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm a racist." And then turns and just stares at me. I have no idea. Uh. That woman probably knows does not have any idea how bad that fucked with me. I was just sitting there like, "What?" Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why. So that's why I forget why what I explained to my sister that night because that just took the cake. I have never before or after have had that happen to me. Hmm. What was it? Because you were talking about the film, or no? They they couldn't hear that. They were like, she's like two tables over. I mean, I don't think the film's racist. It's it's, but it's. I mean, it's. <laughs> no, I wasn't. She she didn't hear that. She didn't hear me talking about the film. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, why would you? Like, was that my my first thought was she was doing a power move or something? Like, I I like, yeah. I don't know, I I don't know. People be crazy, but yeah, I will talk about yeah people being crazy. Like, did I tell you about that um that ad? Um, I have this wedding ad and and 
That's what made me think of the uh, guy yeah, with yeah, the controller story because I saw that and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." That's when I wrote back. I was like, that. "Don't even respond. Everyone's gonna have opinions, thoughts, different ideas." Oh wait, is that what team. you were telling me about the guy with the gamer tag and he was? Yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. actually the same. That's the same thing I was telling you about because I was like, "Look, it, you need to be careful how with how you respond to things, especially." Because oh, don't get me wrong, oh, you, yeah. you you had a great you you know your response was fair, well thought out. It wasn't mean in any way. But I'm like, you, whatever you say is not going to change her opinion. Yeah. But it may come across to someone who's just breezing through, like, are you insecure about your work? You know, just, and I'm just saying that because a lot of people just scroll. You're just scrolling through Facebook. You think, like, you're, you're saying people are going to think I'm insecure about my work for responding like that? Well, it's because of how it was a very long response for a short little blip. That was it. I, your response well, was fine, but well, it was just like... Yeah, I didn't know how to vest. I know. But here's the thing. Good. Somebody did reach out to me. Oh, sweet. Because of that. Oh, because of your right, response? I think right after I, I, post, I said that to her, mm-hmm. somebody messaged me. And I was like, "Whoa, okay." Was it a and, nice message? Yeah, you know, they, they were like, how, "Like, there, there was like an inquiry. They wanted to know, like, like, how, like, how far I'd be willing to travel for the wedding." And we're still talking. I, I, I don't know if it's gonna go anywhere, but, um, ABC always be closing. Yeah, hope, I mean, I. Here's the thing I want to ask you. Sure. I right now my philosophy has been like, uh. I I feel like there's a point where you, you don't want to be too aggressive when it comes to um, closing sales on the internet, mm-hmm. at least. I think, you know, I, especially through messaging. Um, and once it gets to a point where, where you know, I'm waiting, you know, like like the other person knows how much it costs, all that stuff. And and it gets to a point where it's like, I, I start to not hear back from them. Maybe like I hear that, you know, like, oh, my fiance doesn't want this, but I do. Um, or, you know, uh, you know we're gonna you know we're gonna work things over with you know we have to discuss things the budget or whatever um i uh, my my thought is is it do i end up losing if i speak before they get back to me well how many messages have you sent well no like like they that we like the, uh, they were the last i was the last person to message them saying oh. okay cool you know uh, let me know and or whatever and then and well did they sound like did this sound like they'd be reaching out to you soon or were this a wedding like next year uh yeah 2021 like okay like oh yeah like, so coming up uh then yeah I, was... I, I don't yeah i haven't like pressured anybody like like i i've so far my game has been or not game but like like my strategy has been just you know answer their questions you know get back to them and mm-hmm. then you know wait for them to get back to you and don't appear too needy don't don't appear too like uh like i need this you know mm-hmm. um like i wait for you know them to get back but I, i'm probably some people i'm probably gonna have to say hey uh i'm just letting you know well, it's been three days like, like i'm just gonna let you know hey i uh, yeah, more than three days like like so, a couple have been like well a few for real weeks. estate they say it takes like seven touches i think it was before you can usually get like like for real estate what we do is you get someone, I put them in a CRM that automatically emails them once a month a newsletter that someone mm-hmm. else writes. Yeah. Well, no, I'm It's prob- just keeping top of top of mind. Yeah, I'll probably message that some of them and be like, hey, uh, like, uh, I uh, just wanted to touch base with you and let you know, um, you know, if I wanted to see if you're interested still in the services, uh, I will have to 
open myself up for the date of your wedding for future customers if they clients if they reach out to me. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even go into opening themselves your, yourself up for the date. I would just simply say, hey, uh, have you guys? You know, just the way I would put it is, don't beat yourself up because you're just getting started. Yeah, and no, it's okay no, I'm, to I'm not. Bad. But it's just I'm just trying. No, to No, no. What out. I'm saying is, as you learn, you'll get better at it. So be yourself and playing around. But I would probably, you know, if you just said, if they had honestly said they discussed it over and they're thinking about it, then I would wait, you know, three, a few days perhaps, and then just reach out again and say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, uh, you know, just figure, you can figure something out. Back to, back to that, that message that girl left, because it, it, it messed, it did mess with me. And I, it's just, she just said your shots look shaky. And yeah, I was like, geez, like, like. No, like I did, you, did was she actually just, in it? Was she actually in film for her life? Did you go through her profile? Like, did she actually, or did was she lying? Just, she was like, really? I, I'm pretty damn sure. Because I, that's I what look, I thought. I look through like even her pictures are just like, like I, uh, she's not a photographer. I can tell you that. Like it's it, it was it just and and based on some of the mess like her like statuses and and things with people posts, you know, it was like it was obvious that it was somebody who liked to pick fights. It was just Karen. It was like it was like a thing. Like I saw something along the lines of, uh, you know, I'm your who's that person? Somebody tagged her and like like who's the person who, you never answer the phone on speaker, <laughs> and she's like, damn straight or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's this is the kind of person I'm I'm dealing with, like like that loud mouth person. You then you should have responded. Nice. Then don't hire just, me. Just somebody who's like, but here's the thing. I I I I felt. The reason why I responded the way I did was I was demonst- I felt like I was going to I wanted to demonstrate several things. I wanted to demonstrate I wanted to demonstrate, you know, I'm going to approach this with love. I'm going to approach this with kindness. I'm not going to be mean. Oh yeah, that's what you do. Um I want to, you know, I'm not going to be dishonest. I'm going to acknowledge what you think and 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 and, it, and if there is truth to it, you know, I will acknowledge it. I said it was a bit shaky. You know, um, and- I responder. I would have just wrote back. Just, just you should have rolled with it. Just been like, listen, I have Parkinson's. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I could have done that. Um, nah, that no, no way. No, no, no. You got to think about this. You always can, but that doesn't mean you should. No, no. I, 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 I don't know. I think um, I was shaking with rage because how? No, kid. I mean, I, I, I ended up, I blocked her, but then I unblocked her. So I, so now the messages are still there. And the, the, the ad is back to performing okay, which is weird because when she first messaged me and, and it was just there, it was like, it kind of, the, the performance dipped. Then when I responded, it went up. And then when she responded again, it went down. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go through. That, was, that fucking hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like oh yeah and then i responded went down i'm like i'm just like this is how stocks work oh my the, the, you, you fucking burst my eardrums watch it <laughs> i'm turning your mic down motherfucker <laughs> no it's funny Without, oh, oh my man. gosh that's great I was just, it's like you the, the sincerity of yeah she no, responded it went down i, I responded it went up, and then she went down again i Oh man, I got, I feel lightheaded. Uh, I banned her, <laughs> and then it went back up, and then I unbanned her a few days, like like yesterday, because I was hanging out with Darlene, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You shouldn't have banned her," but I banned her because because uh, um, 
I think either you said that or my sister definitely said that, and then I was like, yeah. Just block her if they don't have anything nice to say, and, and all then, they're gonna do is And then I unban her because you know I realized maybe that one person is messaging me now. Probably it was because she saw that message I sent. It was you know, it, it, but also I, it demonstrated a growth mindset, mm-hmm. which was you know I wanted to do a bunch of things with that. And I, now I realize in, in hindsight, yeah, I made it a really long message, which I didn't have to, but I didn't really know. Like it's kind of like that old that old adage. It's like, sorry, I didn't have time to write a shorter letter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I didn't. I wasn't going to spend that much time condensing it. If I had a really pithy response, that meant I put a lot of time and thought into it. I took a nap and thought about it, or a couple naps. You know, like I've I've done that. But like I had just finished a workout, so I was on this like adrenaline high. I just mm-hmm. got like a run done or whatever. And I was just feeling good. And I was like, I know how to respond to this. I'm going to respond to them. Got some feedback from other people on it. And they're like, yeah, it's good. And uh, send it, you know. I don't know. Maybe you're right. You're probably right. Uh, but, yeah. I thought it was a bit much just in the, yeah, you know. And that, But then again, that's why you got to talk to a few people about it. You know, I, obviously, as soon as I saw it. And as soon as you're, I've been doing this my entire life, I'm like, no, you haven't. But then, yeah, I no, think that no, she spelled amateur wrong, which my little sister pointed out because she's the, she was in the national spelling bee in 2012, <laughs> and so I thought that was funny. Oh, she's gonna be on next, by the way. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, How old's your younger sister? She's like I think two years younger than me. Yeah, mm. two years younger. Um, yeah, I always forget. <laughs> Sorry, Kate. <laughs> but now, um, yeah. So we, uh, what is it? We, I think also though. Yes, it demonstrated, like, it showed that I put too, like, I cared too much. But I think for brides or, you know. Showing that you care a lot. Showing some vulnerability is probably what may have helped get the, like, may help, may have helped that one person get, like, you know, reach out to me Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, I can see this guy really cares about his work, you know, is, is, you know, has Mm -hmm. these good qualities, is, you know, willing to work with people. That means I'm not a photographer who's, no, I, that means I'm not going to get in the photographer's way. I'm going to be easy to work with the photographer. If you have mm-hmm. a photographer, that means I'm going to make friends with them. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm able to make friends with this woman who who calls me out and says, like, horrible things about my work that's uncalled for, it's like, you know, I'm I'm probably going to be able to work now really you just well. I, it, it, means, it means I'm not going to punch your photographer in the face. <laughs> you know, it's like, like, and that happens apparently. Oh, wait, what? I don't know. I was about to ask if that happened. I'm like, I've heard like some, like, 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 you know, like I've heard, I, it was probably, I think it was a joke, um, but I saw like something. It's like, you, you, you know, the reason why you pay more for like a videographer or a photographer is like, so you know that they're not going to punch the, 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 the caterer in the face <laughs> or, or one of the vendors in the face. <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think it happens. Maybe it has. I don't know. Um, but you Sometime, know, sometimes, somewhere, it's getting cold but, down here. Yeah, like, I, I think that's. I hope that that's. I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, I'm just trying to figure it out. Um, and uh, all I can say is my life feels like it's actually starting to come together. That's good. Finally, in 28. Because I met a kid who was 21 interning at my new shop, and he was like, yeah, I don't really know what I want to do with my life. And I'm like, yeah, I actually didn't really at all when I was 21 either. It's taking shape. I'm definitely getting a, a defining a more clean-cut path of what I would like to do. still really want to do more film and animation. And I, it, when it is, it's just getting myself to do it 
you know, you get home from work at, you know, I go to work, then I go to the gym. And by the time I get home, it's just like, I got two hours before I go to bed. Yeah. And it's like, well, the truth is, it's like, well, the gym, that that's fun for me, but it is still work. And yeah. then sometimes I got real estate work and it's like, I, I know that I need You're to. You're burned out. You're burned out at the end of the it, day, right? Yeah. You know what though? Like there were times where I would do more and everything. And that's what I feel like I, you know, I, like I said, this year, I feel like I've gone from a jog down to a stroll. So, and I'm working less hours than ever. I mean, well, I mean, what I mean, working less hours, I have a main job. I used to work like 50 hours a week on average, then go to the gym, then go act and do plays. So typically, I mean, usually there is acting thrown into this blend and other things. So it's funny when I'm just working, going to the gym, I feel like a bum because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the amount of work I am doing. But, you know, it, it is important to stop and slow down. And I, I've noticed a trend in the last two years, like November, December, I'm, I'm chugging kind of slow, slower. But, yeah. No. But, I mean, it's good that you feel like it's, you know. Yeah, di- being discontent, I think. Yeah, uh, quick thing. Uh, um, Kevin um, McCauley, who I'm going to have on the podcast eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to him. Uh, he... He wrote a, a feature-length uh, animated script, which I'm reading currently, and he actually published a, a children's book. It's like a, it's oh, like a, it's like a yeah. Is this that Kevin that of, I met? Did I, I yeah, think I've met him? Okay, Rusty Spade, Rusty Spade, Kevin, the the guy who played the guy with the the, the tank top. I'm trying to think which one is that because I think I may he um, may have been the one I saw again. Um, he published a children's Carver. book. I'm shocked he tried to publish. Is that the one that's a state trooper? Yeah. He wrote a children's book. Dude, it's it, awesome. Yeah. What, I mean, what's it about? But no, it's it's so it's about like a B like I don't want to give too much away about it because we're gonna talk about yeah. it, but it's like about a it's about a um it's a, I think it's called like the bee that that did the bop or something, or I'm probably butchering it. Sorry, Kevin. But it's like uh, and not to give too much away, it's yeah, it's like this bee who I guess just wants to dance. <laughs> but it's like I'm, it, just, I'm, the title that just sounds fun. I, I'm actually, I, I'm, uh, it, it, it's, it's exceeded my expectations, which is hard to do. Like, like I'm, 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 I'm used to like having higher expectations of people. No, I, I'm, you're like sad. it exceeded my expectations, that, it, and I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, no, I mean, I mean, like it's good. It's okay, good. Like, okay. like I mean that in terms. You, of, you know what it is when you're when you're saying a children's book? Are we talking like a fifty page book for children? Are we talking like about like a big like it, like it feels along? like it's on you know? No, 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 no. It's no. on. I mean, is this like a ten page read along with big no, pictures? No, it's, it's or like, like a, a, I don't know what the book. I haven't read the book. I might even get. Is I it a is it a picture book my, or a book? Maybe that. Like, the, the, the book is a picture book, I think. Okay. But it's like, it's like a yeah, it's a kids book, and and it's like a picture book, and. uh but it's like getting a probably a shortened version of the the script. But it, you know he won an award for it. Oh sweet! The, yeah, yeah. The the book the script won an award, and and, and he recently put put the book out, you know, to help promote the book the script, so he can help make it an animated film. But no, it's 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 I'm I'm halfway through so far. I gotta I gotta finish it. Uh, probably finish it. So he wrote a feature film. Yeah, I I didn't even know he was writing. Like I, I didn't occur to me. Yeah. It just or I heard he was, and I was like, okay. Do you need a voice actor? Yeah, dude. You, I mean, you should. I'm saying this because you should, we should probably hit him. up. Also, he has an agent. He had an agent for a while. Like, like I don't know. Okay, how I think I know him. the Kevin we're talking about. Yeah. Was this the one that did the Amazon Vampire series? What I? Because he, I knew he had an agent. Well, or the maybe I don't know. You know what? If you know what after this, no, one. the van. Yeah, yeah, no, no, Criers. He was in Criers. 
Yep, then I I talked to him there too. Yeah, yeah, Kevin. First. Yeah, okay. Kevin. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I definitely. You know, if I can use his number, I definitely. He's the dude him. who bashed your face in nasty space. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Looking, um, I would definitely like to read. Insert clip of uh, him getting his face bashed. Carver, in. Carver don't do it. You don't know what you're doing, Carver. <laughs> Dude, the sound that we had to record the Foley sound on set when we were like on location. It's like, all right, I want you to like act like you're getting your face speed in, like when when the light, like the daylight was gone. I did. I, I don't remember that being used. I don't think because I. Oh, I oh, used it. Oh, you did. You did. No, I used. I, I chopped I, it up. I put the. You know, I I chose my favorite parts and then put them in the order I wanted them, and then added like the meat, like created a meaty punch of the like, of like the shovel beating your face in. i remember you recording it and just the look on your face as i was like going was into great. the mic like i was like okay now i need I to sound like i'm breathing it. i was like okay now i need to sound like i'm breathing through my blood and by the by the way um with boys be boys the next mm-hmm. film so uh, am i gonna get my other... face bashed in again no <laughs> maybe no Ooh, I'll, I'll talk i'll talk about it <laughs> talk about it off the podcast oh okay but uh no spoiler alert you know um basically uh what i really want to do with that film is you know i want to treat it as this is a time to do two things like it's create a bunch of behind the scenes content i have a vlogging setup now Mm -hmm. for for that this uh, sony camera i have which is going to be any 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 schmuck can no no schmucks but any any great person (laughs) can pick it up who has no idea how a camera works can can use it. Like an act, any actor can pick it up and use it and film stuff, film themselves. Now that's what we. But but also, I want to make us. I want to treat this as. I'm not just gonna find any person who's gonna act, any person to shoot it. I want to find people who are like you, mm-hmm. Darlene and Norman, who I connect with. Who like when I first started talking to Norman, the first phone call with him, mm-hmm. it was like an hour and 90 no, hour and 30 minutes oh yeah dude i've had that i love it when dude, that happens and just like that's when you know it's like this is another person like you who, who who you know you relate to and and you you just have these interests and you're you're, you're creative you know at a same capacity as them mm-hmm. you know that's why you know we we're able to talk and and we you know i'm i'm i send you the weirdest shit all the time oh my gosh yeah you do uh, <laughs> it, it like, is quite enjoyable like sometimes i, I, I need to find more people like that and that's what I want to use this film as a vehicle to do. Now, yeah. Now I do agree with creating behind the scenes content. Make sure you focus more on your film than behind the scenes. Yes, Let the behind yes. the scenes flow. And the only reason I bring that up is there's a YouTuber I really like, and uh, he makes bodybuilding videos and everything. And his uh, fans are saying, like, "Hey, you don't work out as hard as you used to." And he paused and he went like. Because rather than focusing on him working out, he was focusing on making sure his content yeah. was good. So make sure – what I'm saying is don't don't divide uh, your I, mind. I agree. Focus and, and on it, your and film. And it's going to be a challenge. It is going to be – I'm not going to lie. It is going to be a challenge. And uh, that's why I created this, this this setup with that one camera. It's – I was thinking what if we had one of these cameras and, you know, throw this, this lens on there. And that way the, it's a super wide angle person mm-hmm. you know it's, it's gonna be hard to miss the shot yeah <laughs> like but i realize it's like this is a really complicated system um mm-hmm. and i have more than one for wedding videography purposes and and um but i i think it'd be best to just like use a a, a so like just a, a simple camera that a point and shoot autofocus auto exposure everything a whole nine yards 
The only thing that somebody could possibly do wrong with it is they'll they'll change a setting and and then the the aperture will be closed down and less light will be getting in and it'll, be, it'll look terrible. I'm filming on their iPhone. Everyone, everybody can work. On I, I don't want to do that because it's like it fills up gorilla. it fills up space on your phone and it's just then it's like also the fil- the files. Type. Just go to the U break iFix. Give me some. Give me I, like I, six four S's. I haven't you got figured chilling. out. I just yeah. to put it that way. I haven't figured out and and it's gonna be. It's gonna be better footage than the Play iPhone. School probably has a hand. It has a camera by now. My first camera, and it's gonna be thick ass plastic. But yeah, no, I think we'll, we'll do that. No, no. Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. You're gonna design it, and it'll be a case. It'll be like a big thick ass ABS case out of red, and it's gonna cover all the buttons that are unnecessary. So it'll be like go, <laughs> stop. You can only be two buttons. All right, we'll do it. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, we'll. Uh... I, no, I created that setup because then I don't have to be like constantly on them and saying, are you doing this? Like, are you doing that right? Making sure that, no, I'm just going to like, occasionally I'll be like, are you filming? <laughs> like, like, I don't think you understand how important it is that we get behind the scenes footage. <laughs> like, like the people are going to be like, Tom, you're caring more about the behind the scenes footage than the actual film. I'm like, I'm going to try my best not to do that. I'll, I'll do my best. But um, yeah, no, I think uh, I really... I want to have, uh, you know, that, um, and then the reason why is like, then I can, I can do two things with that. Um, we'll put out like a YouTube web series, like day one, mm-hmm. um, and, and basically have like a, sh- it's, it's going to be condensed and with music and, and just like narrative style, cutting back and forth to people talking and, and footage B-roll. Um, and, and, and also just long takes of just seeing like things play out on set. And also, um, like in like this area right here, like it, whenever we need context in the video, I can just be, or somebody can be in here and we'll just talk to the camera or like have a camera pointed at us and, and light this like this, and then have a really controlled setup after the fact and basically say to the camera like what you need to know and like what's going on like so next we did this or you know you know what i mean Mm -hmm. kind of like a talking head like like a documentary yeah basically a documentary setup like you're cutting to a person talking in an interview basically like that we could do that after the fact and i can all i can even script that and i can use a teleprompter so we're good with that um but we'll have uh, a behind the scenes web series of the production um and then Outside of that, um, I'll have a pre-production phase mm-hmm. and a post-production where I go into all the details of my secrets of writing and my and my uh, secrets of editing, all these things, and all the process of that, so that anybody can watch this beginning to end and know how to make a film like that. Or, what if we made a learn? mockumentary and we did the secrets of writing and we just we made it like really out there to fuck with people? No, no, but. Maybe, but but no, but but, <laughs> you, yeah. but the production phase, the middle part where we're actually making the film, that's going to be on YouTube. That's a web series. Okay, that's free. The rest of drive it hype. is going to be in a in a walled off kind of online class, mm-hmm. a walled off garden. It's 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 going to be. You know, an online class. I don't know how much it's going to cost. Probably five hundred dollars. I don't know. <laughs> Part of me really feels like you should. Oh, when you mean wall off, it'll be but, pre-recorded. It'll pre- be pre-recorded for people to do on their own time, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that, uh, yeah, I would well, say. No, 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 yeah, yeah, no. It's going to be like, like an online class where you go and watch. Like, this is a lesson. Here's another lesson. Like, each lesson is like 10, 15 minutes, whatever. 
um, and or and it's like bites chunks, you know, and and it walks through the entire process start to finish in, in what mm -hmm. I see what I deem is chrono chronological order. But here's the thing. The production part is going to be very dependent on what we actually film. Right. So whatever we get footage wise of the day, that's going to dictate how that gets put together. The other parts are things that I'm going to be writing outside of my writing process. Like that's like after I'm done writing, like I'll, I'll do a little bit of work on that, you know, constructing that. And then it'll basically mainly be like talking head things to the camera. Mm -hmm. And it won't be so much of as of like production. I mean, it'll probably cut to things when you need, you need context, but it'll be very much like a online class. Um, and, but I think, yeah, like, like there's gonna be a section of it that's free. And then when I do like an online ad, um, that basically, you know, advertises it, you know, people will be, it'll show like a breakdown of each lesson knit title and, and say, here's the ones that you get in the package. Here's what their value is. Here's what these, this one's value. This, the, the, the post-production value is, and then show how you're the deal you're getting. And then also have like production is free. You can go watch it here, click this link, and then it'll take you to a page on that website. And then you, and we'll do it on the website. Mm -hmm. Like, so don't, it won't go directly to YouTube, but it'll go on the website or else on the website. So they, we can have a button on top that says, go back to that page. Like, so that it's easier access to like, to go back to the list. So people can, they don't have to buy it but they'll be able to get access to the whole production yeah. web series and be like this is really compelling i'm enjoying the heck out of this i want to i want to invest in in the other things i want to know because there's gonna i'm gonna if i leave enough mystery it's like if they like the and they can also i think they're gonna we're gonna put the film out there too so that people will see the ad they'll be able to watch the actual film the finished product of mm -hmm. the film and the web series of behind the scenes yeah so if you enjoy both enjoy both of those and you want to know more, you'll get to know like the the really, you know, crucial details on how exactly I go about the creative process to create that whole thing. Like you know, how do I how do I come up with the ideas? How do I like like cuz it's it takes a lot of time and effort, you know, and a lot of work to get from the to get those ideas and to you know work my way and find the discipline to work my way through it and get to an end result which is you know the finished film and to have all these parts move together and to do it on a really low budget you mm -hmm. know now i mean like if we can i think we should do a fundraiser and that's another thing i want to talk about i think we should do a fundraiser mm -hmm. just to see if it works i think your idea we won't need it yeah but well, I, I would say, I love think, it because I, then we can pay people what they're worth. You know, like I, I think your idea of uh, having a class would probably be really good because I mean you can sell online courses and if they're quality, yeah. you know, let people pay for them and everything. Now, I, I mean, I thought about what if I did, instead of doing an online class, I did like all of it for free, but I just don't. The amount of work I want to put into it. Well, yeah, do that. Like, it, just make a, make make a class. And make a few episodes free, a few good ones to give a good sense of like this is what. Just you Just some overview, about. yeah. Just some overviews. And but, then, but yeah, yeah, like I want to, but I want to know. Um, but no, no. Um, but I, 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 I want to be able to spend a lot of time and figure out the overall structure. Mm -hmm. And that's where, if you're getting into that. Like, that's not how you do YouTube. That's not how you do weekly YouTube videos or whatever. That's like, that's putting a lot of work into 
pre-planning and then rolling things out and it's like i I feel like that would be and i I feel like it would only be worth it if we did like an online class Mm -hmm. and i think that would be a good way of monetizing um things and 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 that might be a way to get people you know to be able to pay people um and that's what i you know that's what i want to do um and 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 so we'll do that but we can always uh, can always give offer people uh equity in the uh in revenue possibly um my plan was to have everybody well, well everybody will keep track of their own hours but i'll also keep track of your hours as mm-hmm. well like, mm-hmm. just so we can cross reference so you don't feel like i'm screwing you or if i miss something um when did actually when did you want to start shooting i don't know i, I i'm not gonna put like a i'm not gonna say when because it's yeah i don't know I fucking I don't know. Like I oh yeah oh yeah you're, it's like yeah I was just like just dude I was curious if you had, if you asked me like Sorry. yeah we can close up we can yeah wrap this up soon what what uh, how many how much more time do you think uh I got ten minutes okay but then I gotta go <laughs> yeah um it'd be perfect um we'll try to end on the ninety minute mark we're almost there we're like seven minutes away um but yeah so yeah that's what I want to do I want to um. Where was I going with this? Um, you know, I want to want to be able to pay people, but yeah, everybody's. You know, I think it'd be interesting. It'd be smart to first look for people who are willing to volunteer. It's mm. kind of like this uh, thing I, I heard of. Uh, I, I forget if this is uh, about the endurance or or what. Well, there was some Alaskan. I think it was or no Ala- no Alaskan or was, uh, what is the fucking snowy part of the Earth? North Pole. Or, or or the South Pole or North Pole? Or probably North Pole. <laughs> both. Yeah, no. They're they, both they were snowy. Like, there was like a uh, some kind of mission um, back in like like the 1900s or 1800s. No, 1800s, I think, where they were trying to find. I think it was Shackleton. Mm-hmm. He was tr- like in the endurance. He was trying to. I hope that's right. He was trying to find people for his um his expedition mm-hmm. um to and this was going to treacherous like conditions like you were probably not going to make it like really fucking cold mm-hmm. there was a high probability of dying it was shit pay and but you know it was it was going to and but but and the way they pitched the ad in the papers in the, like in the you know for the job it was like they were honest they were like this is going to suck it's going to be very little pay you know you, you know it's but but they 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 framed it in a way that it attracted the right people. It attracted people who mm-hmm. didn't want, you know, fame and glory. Who had people who had um, character. Who 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 were looking to accomplish something great. They wanted a vacation from their wives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Think yeah, about that's... back in the day. I was just like, <laughs> you know what? No, 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 sweetie. No, my country needs me. But yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I I actually have the book Endurance that I want to read, um, and I, I I've heard it's one I've heard like it has solid five stars. Mm. Like everybody who reviews it is like this is the greatest book I've read ever, and it's like all these young people, old people, people who've read books all their life are like this is one of the greatest. This is the greatest book I've ever read. Like like I'm like oh I gotta read this book. Like I it's on my list. So it's on my. And that'll be when I read on Audible next. 
Yeah, dude, look it up. Endurance by I think Shackleton or some or somebody wrote it. Um, but it's, yeah, it's but I think it's Shackleton's Adventure. I, I hope I'm getting that right. That's <laughs> I think that's his name. But yeah, it was like I heard that in like a like a I think of some kind of uh, it was it was uh Simon Simone Simon Simon Sinek. Start with why that book where he talked about it. I think I think that where he was you start with why not the what. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody starts with the what you start with the why and and he basically. It, he basically made the awful whole ad about like why they're doing what they're doing. And, and it, it's like, we're, we're doing something that nobody's ever done before. They're, they were literally going into uncharted territory, probably not going to survive. You know, Most people are going to die. You ever, and, read, ever read that book, how to win friends and influence people by what is it? Dale Carnegie? I have it over there. Yeah. You know what's hilarious about that? Like I read the book and I'm like, I feel like the title should have just been is how not to be a dick. Pretty much. Because yeah. you read it and you're like, win friends and influence people. I that sounds like, like you're just trying to get people for their your own personal gain. That's, but That's a lot of, that's the problem with a lot of uh, self-help books. Mm-hmm. A lot of them can be summed up in ways that we already understand. Like, like you have to real, like, like when you realize, like you're reading a, like I, I realize this um, sometimes where I'm like reading a book and I'm like, this should have at most been a blog article. <laughs> and then you go and find out that it was it actually started as a blog article and they're like oh i can turn this into a book no like you 50 can't. shades of gray no <laughs> no that was <laughs> that's another that was that was actually like a it was fan, an internet was fan, fan that was a fan fiction of twilight, of twilight yeah and, a book, and now people joke about it all the time. it's oh my god but it's so funny that 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 they the whole the whole trope of, never i'm not gonna get into this <laughs> yeah i don't want you to get into it i no. was just more like sometimes big things start as like yeah yeah no um but uh, uh it's kind of like star wars starting as a as a kurosawa film that got rewritten into a sci-fi film with with uh classic uh com- scores that were um redone and passed off as original um they were based on you know great contemporary uh like uh, symphonies at the time um, like the Rite of Spring and the Planets mm-hmm. and uh, then also it incorporated um, a lot of deep research from like Carl Jung and um, uh, Joseph Campbell on mythology and it's just incorporated all these things that were proven mm-hmm. and were great at the time and then it just incorporated it in a new way and it was like here's my mixtape Bam, billions of dollars, Lucas Films Here's represent, you know. That's what basically what happened. I, I, was, I told Norman this last podcast, and it was like, dude, I straight up said that. No, I said, I was on Norman's podcast, and I said, I told, Dave, I told David this last podcast. <laughs> no, I just keep saying that. I told Norman this last podcast. Or yeah, I wanted to, uh, I was come up with like short film ideas and everything, and I had one recently. I was like, you know what we should make? I was talking to my friend John. I'm like, we should make a film and just have like a world's greatest locksmith. You know, you just call a lock. Like, you just, oh, I'm locked out of my house. You call a locksmith. He's walking up your lawn. He looks down. He just picks up a stick, walks up to your fucking front door, jams it in. Look, like, will it? <laughs> unlocks it. <laughs> that could be like a. That'll be $180. It'd be like a sketch, I think. Oh, yeah. That's what it would be. Like a short. Just like. Uh, Write a sketch out of it. You know what? Uh, one thing I wanted to pitch to you I, I have a challenge that i'm giving to darlene um and i'm gonna give it to you as well i want you in in like in the next you know if it's too busy of a month we can 
hold off and do it the next month or whatever or give it you an extended deadline but in like a month and mm-hmm. like i'm gonna give you 30 days or, mm-hmm. or no the end of january i want you to have pitched me a great idea for a short film something that can be done within with under 15 page under mm-hmm. 15 pages or minutes or under 20 at most or now are we, are we something, looking at an- something short like 10 minutes animated or live action Whatever you I think, want. Oh, I'm the live action. Do live action because we can actually do live action. Oh, okay. The reason why I want to do this is we can shoot it. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll shoot it. We'll, 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 I want you to write something short mm. and really, but no, first come up with the, a, a good idea and pitch it to me. Be mm. like, yo, Tom, I got an idea for you. Oh, that'll be easy. Yeah. I'll give you one. What? Not right now. But, right, but yeah. Hold that thought. <laughs> yeah. No, not, not on the podcast yet. Oh, excuse me. Um, but yeah. Basically, you know, come up with the best, and 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 and, and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you if it's good or not, and then, okay, yeah, and then cool. we'll 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 determine whether we go back to the drawing board, excuse me, or if you go and write it, and then and then from there you'll go and write it into a good script, and then we'll reread it and review it and 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 give feedback, and then and then and then you know go back to the drawing board, reworking it, and and then go through the entire process, and then work our way to making a film, like and and you'll actually. Do like you'll like look at the script once it's done and then go do the exercise, go do some exercises in terms of like directing exercises, like literally rereading the script, going through it scene by scene and saying, what things do you want to happen in each scene? Write them and actually write it like you would like writing process wise, rework them and, and then and then do that with a shot list. And basically just plan everything and then also plan the performances, like not mm-hmm. plan the performances, but like do the prep work on that. Like go and look for ways to figure out what's going on in the, in the scene, what could possibly be going on. Um, and I have a book on this. Um, and then we don't have probably. Do don't you want any do special that. effects or are we talking like keep, keep her simple? Just something. Keep it simple. Do. Okay. Here, here, this is the thing. This is the thing that I did with uh, Feeding the Fire and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll wrap this up soon. Um, with feeding the fire, I, I had just come from failing to write a script about an action thing between a bunch of guy. Basically, it was a guy walks into a library, sees a hot girl, and is like, "I'm gonna go get her number." And then he gets into a competition with another guy who was trying to get her number as well. And then all of a sudden, it turns into a fucking gunfight. And then <laughs> guys just come out of the woodworks with guns and weapons, like, and they're slowly like silencers trying to kill each other. The library. <laughs> and it's just, and, and and then and then it's like the, the, the two first guys are like, "All right, we need to work together here." <laughs> and then they're like, and then they like. This this one swab because this one swab guy comes up and he's gonna he's going to like blow them out of the water because yeah. he's like super like attractive and he's and he's killing it and then they they end up killing him <laughs> like for real and they snap his neck <laughs> and then drag the body while the one guy's like distracting her <laughs> but I I got feedback from somebody who like you know I don't think they were they 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 even had their own filmmaking or mm-hmm. writing figured out and their feedback was just like they, they were smoking a lot of pot at the time because their feedback i even took it the wrong way too and then i ended up writing this longer version of the script and it took six like or extra months hey. and it was just like it just it just devolved to madness we should um we should i but i can I, send you the original short script and then yeah do it awesome. but it, it's so bad it's so bad but it's funny i wanted to uh i wanted to make a live action brave little toaster and uh, it was just gonna be so stupid and it would just be the appliances talking by like turning them <laughs> on and off 
And we'd have like one scene where it's the guys literally just in the green suit carrying all of the oh like handle appliances. But I had the ending lined up. So basically, they get to the guy's new house, and it's like the toaster like pops up toast. The vacuum's revving. There was like blanket and everything. And then they're gonna start going towards the house because the vacuum's on. And it's like, well, the guy's got a gravel driveway, so the oh, vacuum no. starts sucking up all the gravel. It starts going like, and the vacuum bursts into flames. <laughs> and the guy at his house like looks at us like, what the? Because the vacuum's on fire coming towards the house. <laughs> So he like was like, oh my, runs out, grabs blanket, and just starts beating out the fire. The blanket catches on fire. <laughs> it's just like, oh. <sighs> well, wait, I never even finished what I was, what I was the story I was telling. Uh, okay. But what I, I went from that, and I was like, all right, I need a strategy for my next film. My next film needs to be something that I can actually make. Mm -hmm. And it got me thinking, what? And it, and started. I, I had a process at the time. And I still do. Where I ask myself. I, I just ask myself a series of questions and try to answer them in writing when I'm writing. And then I go reread and rework it. But it's like my questions were along the lines of how can I? What can I do now with the little, um, you know, resources I have? And what can I bring to the table that is just raw talent wise and make it as good as possible? And what it came down to was like the the theory was. What if it was just a bunch of scenes mm -hmm. that were comprised entirely of dialogue? Just that, that that's 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 the narrative drive is dialogue. You know, the act there there is action to it, but the action is in the dialogue. Kind of like how Aaron Sorkin films are a verbal action film, and mm -hmm. and and you know each character would have this you know objective, and you know we, each scene would be like seeing whether wait, which character whether the character would get what they're after in the scene or not and then by the end of the film like something bigger you know whether the act the character won and got what they wanted or not and and but ended up with something that they really needed you know and and really had a like a, a narrative arc to it and 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 that and and it was how can i do this as simply as possible and and you know looking back feeding the fire it was very simple Honestly, some some person read it and it was like, that's it. <laughs> so like, like it just was like, is is this like a series? Is it gonna continue? It's like, no, that's it. And it, the really, it was it was it was something. It was to be as simple as possible, but have the most profound meaning to it. Mm -hmm. And really, the meaning was, it's like this dude, built like has to, you know, he has to, his friends pressure him to make a move, so he goes and he's trying to make a move with this chick. Who he's been friends with for a long time and it's like that and that was a real situation and it was like and then eventually in a situation where like burn your ships like she's re he realizes that she's leaving spoiler alert i'm feeding fire he realizes she's leaving this is his chance and this is the last night she's going to be here he makes a move he kisses her and and it's like he would never in a million years think that he would just go and do that he should have just started with something simple, like putting his arm around his shoulder. But he ended up doing that, and then they went and and it's and 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 you know went to dinner, and then it just and then found out that you know this doesn't change anything. It's like he's selfish for thinking that would change things, and then uh you know because she she needs to go somewhere to pursue her career or whatever, and it's like and then and 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 basically he then realizes like you know moping with his friends that he's got to. It's his, his, it's his, like, he needs to stop listening to his friends now. You know, they helped him get into this situation. Now he's got to figure his own way out. 
and he ends up figuring out like i need to go you know confront this like these feelings and and just talk to her straight and be like honest and 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 that and 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 in that he confronts the fear of of talking to somebody who who you know he is so deathly afraid of of losing the chances with like like i realized for a long time with women i was like i would have a crush on somebody and never ever mention it or talk to them and then what would end up happening was i would be so obvious at times that i liked somebody that their friend would figure out and then uh that would just be the end of me and then it's like where do i go with that and i would still be deathly afraid not do anything it's like even though they know at that point Mm -hmm. it's like fucking stupid but it's like i i didn't it was I realized now it's like just a fear of that. And then I, I thought I was over it. And then I met somebody else years later, like after like dropping out of college, like mm-hmm. somebody was, you know, I, and, and, and it's just you dropped out of college, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. But it's like Look what we have. <laughs> I, I, I you know, I felt like uh, like I realized, oh, shit, I got myself in this situation again. Um, I mean, it's the reasons were different, but it's like, cause I, I, I um, it, it, it just, but I ended up in the same situation and, you know, I realize that's what my problem is. I need to be willing to confront that fear because if you just go and not say anything and not, you know, you know, ask the person or be, you know, you're make a move. It's like, you're going to be, those feelings are gonna be trapped in you. Oh, I, uh, and you're not going to go anywhere. I watched a motivational video on that once. They said yeah. every time you choose not to act, it's where they, oh, it's, they, 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 it's like, it's working out your bitch muscles. That's because it's conditioning. <laughs> the, the, the first time you say, eh, and let it go. It's oh, yeah. easier the second time, even easier the next time. And now it's conditioned. That's, that's, and that's where the, the film about, and before feeding the fire, that film about the guys making them like, you know, asking that girl for a number, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the library and it turns into a gunfight. Like it was because I had, done that exercise from a tim ferris book go up to fi- somebody you find attractive and ask them for your number their number like like or you know yeah. like there was a thing you say that was very nice and and uh, uh but then again it was it was also kind of it really in retrospect it was probably not a smart it, it just it was like it's i cringe because like uh, what, uh, asking a girl for a number yeah like there was one i mean it, I, you i mostly like most people like would have a great response but then like if a girl so, walked if up- somebody isn't expecting it like like and it's like they're or they weren't ready for it it's like oh yeah it's well, like no, they just no, no, freeze no. Hold, and yeah, it's hold like, on oh, a minute yeah hold on a minute if a girl if you were just out in public and a girl walked up to you and said she found you very attractive and asked for your number how would you even even if you had someone how would you feel you would be flattered yeah and that's, that's, and that, and that's what you th- that's what i thought going in i was like yeah i would feel that way and but it's like women aren't like like like, like i realized though it's like in real life it's like i've i've anytime it's like i've gotten no's i've gotten yeses i think like uh the difference is it's like if a if, if a, you, a woman goes up to you and says that it's like or starts flirting with you it's like it's not threatening, but for some women, it's like, this is a guy coming up to you. It could end in like, it, you don't know where it could go. It could, oh, oh, oh. And I, I guess it was like, I, I don't know. I don't think it was that, but it, it's like, you, well, that's you why, that's, that's why if they say no, I always just go, all right, sorry yeah, no, to yeah, that, you. Have a good that day. That was it. Like it was just, it was the end of it. I, I, I didn't mean anything by it, but it's like, it's, is that your red Honda? Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know, it's just like, yeah. It, but no, that's where that film came from. But I was in this cycle of learning how to get over those nerves. 
and 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 getting rid of the bitch muscles that I had mm. for years that were keeping me from making films and 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 keeping me from finishing things and having the discipline to finish stuff and and yeah that was just something I was going through and and feeding the fire was like the culmination of that and and that kind of was me getting out of my own way and uh, yeah so I'll, I'll I'll wrap this up I'm sorry the that and that feeding the fire was the answer to what can I do with the little resources I have mm. and and that was make something that's all narrative drive all dialogue and it's probably boring to a lot of people or something or something not a lot of people but like some people who well, are okay. expe- expecting like you know show like big set pieces because you know a lot of people did read it and it went over their head but there's a lot of people who read it and were like this is amazing you know, this is this is great. Not amazing, or you know, it, it's it's you know, it, it was moving. When it was I real, uh, I'm I've been afraid to film myself for YouTube forever. But it's like I'm sitting here doing this. Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's it's almost it's weird in the sense that like, I'm cool with this going out on YouTube. I'm like, oh whatever. But for some reason, like filming my own content yeah. up there, I'm like, oh, what are people gonna? Think? Yeah, you have to get out of your own way, and, and it's like you just. But yeah, that's my challenge to you is write, come up with an idea. Oh, I think I got something. And, 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 and hopefully something that's like dial, you know, it doesn't involve too much like heavy action or anything, but, but if, if it's possible, a drama that involves dialogue oh, yeah. that you can write and, and possibly have like, like, like subtext to the scenes or whatever, you know, um, or th- then again, I realize subtext is stuff that you find as an actor mm-hmm. that you don't really need to, f- well, you can put that, it helps to put it in, in there as a writer. Um, but yeah, do that. And then we'll, we'll work our way through the other steps of the filmmaking process because, my real goal of this is I want to DP shit, but nobody will hire me as a yeah. DP. You know what? Because I, I love talking. You know what we should do? We should make another podcast where we bring over, like, we get a few of us together and we should just call it group therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's not group or, well, it's just group no therapy. Well, no, we'll do it. Well, I, I've, I've thought about it. I have another mic. Um, and this one, um, listen to this. This is, I'm going to do something real quick. Um, I have to be really bad. Okay, I can't. It's not working. Um, But yeah, it actually has side things so that you can turn them on and then people can be talking from the sides. It's a a Wookiee condom. That's what it's called, a Wookiee condom. But uh, it's like a pet That's like the outro music. Um, All right, so uh, I'm sorry I kept you. Um, Can you hear this? Yeah, I can. Can you hear it? Uh, David Olson. This is what my hair is gonna look like in episode five more years. Four. <laughs> Got all these whites coming. How can outside. they find? How can they find? Did you, is there anything? Any closing remarks? Or, or how can they find find you if you want? They want you to find you. Don't come a knocking. No. Um. <laughs> on how can yeah, they follow you? I have Biozol. B Y O Z A W. All right. Uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll I'll probably try to leave links in the description. I'll stream on Twitch. But uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. Biozol. I've had that game. I've had that tag forever. My new one though is Unawarewolf. Dude, everyone calls it Uno Werewolf, and I'm like, say it out loud, I'm and gonna, you'll I'm gonna get have, it. I'm gonna have references of, of 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 your character being like reminiscent of a werewolf. You fucking in like, what? In boys be boys. <laughs> Trust me, I gotta go. I'm gonna oh, I don't know what. Oh, how are you tying this son of a bitch? Okay, <laughs> I know you'll pull Here, it off. You, no, you're gonna love it. Trust me. Uh, it was the thing I didn't want to get into, but uh, all right, we'll, we'll get all into it off the podcast. <laughs> thanks for uh, listening. If you did, and uh, thanks for <laughs> you thanks for making your way out, my man. Yeah, man. Catch you later. As we come up with more stuff. One day we'll have a plot.
<laughs> for for now, this is this is the this is the fun phase. All right, peace. Thanks for listening or watching. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. For notes and links to things mentioned on the show, my films, the video version of the podcast, or select clips from each episode, go to ProfitableProductions.com backslash podcast. Profitable is spelled like my name with two Fs, two Ts. Also, for updates on future episodes, follow me on Instagram at TomProfitTake and at Profitable Productions. Thanks again. Catch you on the next take.